0: Welcome to The Spiritual Rabbit Hole, a podcast with spiritual mediums Nicole, Kristen, and Glenda. Join us as we tap into the spiritual realm, explore the mysteries of the universe, and guide you on a journey of self-discovery. Get ready to open your mind and connect with something greater than yourself. Let's dive into The Spiritual Rabbit Hole.
1: Hello, welcome, and thank you for joining us here at The Spiritual Rabbit Hole. This podcast is an opportunity to have some fun and share our experiences with you
0: to help you along on your spiritual journey. In our last episode, we discussed what you can expect during a spiritual awakening. If you missed it, go listen and find out if you've already had one. Or two or three or a hundred like me. You just got to go ahead and check it out. So today we're talking about fears around spirituality and the ways that you can release them. Now, all three of us have come into our spiritual awakenings, our spiritual journeys, with fear that we gained from our religious upbringings. Right, ladies? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, obviously, one of the most common ones when it comes to your religion affecting the fear in spirituality is that anything relating to spirituality is satanic or or the work of the devil, or something like that. Would you guys agree? Yeah.
1: Yes, that is what I have come across with Mm -hmm. people who are not open to spirituality or or mediumship. Um, I've, I've also heard the line, well, I believe you're speaking to spirit, but I believe that it's a demon tricking you. Right. Or it's the devil tricking you. And what we've all, and and you know, when someone who says that, it's not that they're trying to be mean, it's, it's just how they've been taught. Mm -hmm. And, but when they say that, it lets us know that they've never actually experienced speaking with a spirit before, because we have. And when you speak with a spirit, it's just like if you were speaking with a person, whose energy is is not great, you're going to feel that speaking to them. And it's the same with a spirit. You can feel the energy of a spirit. You feel their love that they might have for you or for your client or whoever. You feel it, you know, and that helps take away a little bit of that fear because you can feel the intention behind them.
0: Yeah. And I think the struggle that a lot of people have, though, when it comes to – Trusting that feeling that you have when you're connecting with the spirit is that we're taught a lot about not trusting our own intuition, not trusting our, our gut feeling. We're taught that, you know, we don't have a connection mm-hmm. with the divine. Yes, yeah.
2: Like we're not special kind of thing. Yeah. Cause when I was growing up, I was like fear of people would tell me, don't do that or else you're going to go to hell. That kind of thing. And I was like, what? Right. Yeah, but it 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 stays
1: in the back of your mind. Yes. For a long time it's really hard ingrained. to let go of that. Mm-hmm. And again, I think letting go of that it helps to know your intention and trusting yourself and and what's coming through to you.
0: Yeah, and it can be, it can be really hard because it's a process mm-hmm. of unlearning. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, when you're trained to have this belief ingrained in every aspect of yourself that If anything tries to connect with you, it has to be evil or demonic because you don't have a connection with the divine. It leads you to be dependent on someone else for you to develop a connection with the divine. And, you know, that's a whole nother podcast. Yes. But I think a lot of the teachings in all kinds of different religions and not all religions, not all religions, they they just kind of lead you to believe that if you seek out a connection with the divine, a connection with God mm-hmm. outside of church, that it's automatically yeah. a negative thing. You know, and it, it's unfortunate because then they also teach you, well, if you're not mm-hmm. Christian and you're not religious, then you're automatically a spiritualist mm-hmm. or a witch or, you know, some other kind of thing, yeah. which isn't true. Like, I remember when I first... I. You know, I was turned away from my church after being very involved in it. And I was confused. I was like, oh my gosh, if I'm not allowed to be a part of this church, does that mean I'm automatically a spiritualist? (laughs) Like, I was like, does that mean I can't believe in Jesus Christ if I believe in this? I mean, that's because that's how I was programmed and conditioned to think. That if I believe in something outside of the church teachings that I went to, then I couldn't believe in Jesus Christ or I couldn't believe in God. And I found that for myself to not be true. I can believe in whatever I want. And for me, that includes Jesus Christ and God. Right. In addition to a lot of other things. So I think still, I think all three of us and many people that we know really do still struggle with those limiting beliefs that are so deeply ingrained Mm -hmm. in us that it's a process. It really is a process of trusting in the divine, trusting in God, trusting in whatever you believe your greater power to be in helping you directly or indirectly with other beings that have that connection as well.
2: Yeah.
0: Does that make sense? sense? Yeah. And what I love about
1: what we do is, you know, I think I speak for all of us, but, you know, tell me if I'm wrong. I still believe in Jesus. I still connect with him often. And what's great is once you can connect with spirit, you can connect with mm-hmm. any spirit you'd like to connect with, including Jesus. He is not
0: off limits. Right. And I, I know for, the, for a long time you were nervous to even tell us about your experiences with connecting with Jesus Christ's energy. And same for me, because I've had experiences with Mother Mary. Yeah. You know, and I I think we're told, oh, that's impossible. Only like select few or special people can do that. And if that's what you choose to believe, that's what you choose to believe. I, you know, when you tell some people these experiences, they're like, oh, it's the devil in disguise. Right. He's trying to trick you. And what I don't understand about that concept is that um, what is he trying to trick me into being yes, more loving yes. and kind? That's yeah.
2: what a, a lot of people forget <laughs> like, about
0: love, right? You yeah. yeah. feel first; yeah. you feel it. You can't disguise yeah, it, that, right? So it's like, well, there's no there's no negative impact, right, to any of this, right? There's no negative impact to me believing that I am loved by God or by Jesus, and that I can have this connection where I can help other people find love and be more loving and be more kind, Mm -hmm. I can't comprehend that. But it's still a part of a concern deep within me that will come up every now and again that I have to go, no, wait, that's not true. Yeah, it it is hard,
1: you know, especially if you hear people come at you, like, you've had a couple people come at you on Instagram, and they try to, like, feed all that down you. Mm -hmm. and. And you really have to be strong in your own convictions. Sorry, I'm right. going to lose my voice a little bit this episode, so just bear <laughs> with me. Um, you know, you have to really trust in that, and it's, and I think the more you do it, the more you've experienced, <clears throat> right? The more you trust. And I will say, I did a, it was a quick reading for someone. I wasn't even planning on doing a reading. And one of the most beautiful things that came through to me was a visual with mm. Jesus in a in a reading. Mm. And the spirit came through locking arms with Jesus. Aww. Like they were arms locked, you know. And I said, I, f- I feel like this person has to do with you and he's got Jesus like they're locked mm. arms, you know. And then he said the last words out of his mouth was, I cannot wait to be with Jesus. Wow.
2: And I love that. that
1: was the reason he came through with him. Like, I got what I wanted. And he was Mm -hmm. so happy and there was so much love. And, oh, it was beautiful. And it was one of those, I wasn't even supposed to do a reading for somebody for that. It was just like, I was just connecting and this person came through and I knew it had to do with somebody I knew. And anyway, it was when they confirmed, it was just... And that message was for me, too. The Spirit even said to me, this this is really important for you to witness this, me, because yeah. it was so healing for me because it helped
0: push that doubt away more. That so religion. I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here because, you know, we, we do, like to do we that. do that. I truly find that every reading and every session mm-hmm. that I have is not just for the person that came to me yes. asking for help. I gained something as well. And there's usually like themes associated with readings within a, a short period of time. And it correlates with something that's happening in my life as well. So I don't think a lot of people realize that, that we receive a lot of knowledge and wisdom and information in these readings you know, time after time that allow us to not only be better at what we do as far as connecting and understanding and interpreting messages from the divine, from spirit, from guides, but also help us grow as souls ourselves. And I feel like the more we grow Mm -hmm. soulfully, spiritually, the stronger we are able to have a connection and to deliver these messages for people who are seeking the same kind of growth. Right. I know that's totally, yeah. t- totally different. But I feel like that it was necessary yeah. for me yeah. to say that. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. Because I know, but, and I don't know if you guys, actually, we've talked about this. I think, Nicole, how if you haven't had a reading for a little bit, you feel like spiritually constipated. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. That's, I, that's the language
1: my <laughs> husband <laughs> uses. What he uses. Yeah. But it's true. I haven't good. had one in a while, and then I have one, and I'm like, oh, I feel so mm. great. You know, it, it's... It feels good to be in that presence and deliver that for someone else.
0: And well, and you see, and that can, actually, that can actually create fear for people too because people will think, well, why does this feel good? This must be selfish or this must be bad because, you know, like only evil makes you feel yeah. good and da-da-da-da. But what people don't realize is that feeling that you get when, for example, you do mm-hmm. charity work. Yes. or you help someone who's in need, it's, it's that good feeling. It's that excitement to, oh, I want to do more. I want to help more people. Yep. And I think it's that that keeps me moving forward. You know, like you said, there's people who will, you know, lash out at me on Instagram or maybe, you know, they're never clients. Random. It's usually yep. some random, random person. But and um, But it's when a client – takes the time to either send me a thank you card a text or an email and they're like thank you for doing what you do because you've brought me comfort you have bought me closure I feel like I'm healing you know and you really have to hold on to those moments even if it's just a few hold on to those as a reminder of you're doing what you're supposed to be doing yes, because you're helping yes. other people there's always going to be naysayers there's always going to be people who are going to try to tear you down, and the interesting thing is to me, those are the evil people—the people who are trying to tear you down and keep you from helping other people find comfort and peace and healing. Those, to me, are evil you doers. i got
2: be very leery of them. Yes. Yes. Well, but I think that no. But I think that they're in a different stage of their in their spirituality or their journey. That they have to go through that kind of thing where they may have that turning point. It's like You know what I mean? Because every, everyone goes through, we already talked about this too, about going through our spirit, spiritual awakening and having it um, being depressed or feer, fear f- fearful or saying what the F is that and being negative. Right. And then I'm pretty sure they will have a turning right. point and their journey, but we just, we get them... Yelling, lashing out at us sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's, yeah. And, you know, and I think you make a good point, G, because it's important to have compassion yeah. for those people because a lot they of the time know, they don't yeah. know any better.
2: Yeah. We just send them love.
0: They're just believing, yeah. right, yeah. they're just believing in something that mm-hmm. they were taught to believe, like mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. all did at one yeah. point. You know, and, and I think, like, to respond to those people with negativity just kind of yeah. feeds it and fuels it. Right. So you're right, to respond with love and to respond with compassion and kindness is really the best choice in that situation because, you know, and, and you take it with you take it with mm-hmm. gratitude, actually. Like I'm grateful because these situations kind of keep me yes. humble. <laughs> they remind me, you know, like okay, they remind me why I'm here doing what I'm doing, is to offer people the opportunity, right, to recognize That there's more love in the world than there is fear if you're willing to open your eyes to it. So I love that. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So and it's obviously it's not just religious organizations that create fear around spirituality, right?
1: Yeah. I before I really got into this, I was definitely a lot more uh, science based in my thinking, and I still Mm -hmm. am. I mean, everything I like to learn about and research for spirituality, I always like to see the correlation with quantum mechanics and quantum physics and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But, you know, a lot of fear having to do with even just coming out with our abilities also or maybe being judged for pe- by people that are strictly scientific thinking and, and don't want to go outside of that. And...
0: Have you guys experienced that? People just, well, there's no evidence for it. And I would say it's not even just science. It's technology based people, you know, because like my husband is an engineer and he's always been extremely supportive, but early on was not sure how, how to understand it because there was no physical representation and he did not experience it himself. You know, he didn't have the sensory experiences that I've had. So it was difficult for him to comprehend and understand. There was no charts or pie, you know, pie graphs, pie charts or data graphs or line graphs or anything like that that showed scientific proof or showed evidence of some kind of physical representation of the experiences that you have with spiritual journeys. And it wasn't, it it creates, it can create a lot of questions because, Mm. you know, spirituality is not necessarily something that there is physical representation for. Yeah. It's a lot of experience.
1: Yeah. But I will say so, for anybody who is like me, who really does like to bridge the science based part of it and the spirituality part of it. Uh, UVA has a division in it called the Division of Perceptual Studies. And all they study is ESP, near-death experiences, um, past life experiences. I mean, that's what that whole division does. There are some major universities that do study Mm -hmm. it. So if you are interested in that, you can go look those up because there are people who study it, and that is yeah. their whole job. They're doctors, and um, it's fascinating. So if you do want to look that up, you can. just want to throw that out there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I think there's more and more – what's the word I want to use? There's more and more people that are interested in – in getting the evidence behind it because there are more and more people having this experience. Right. I, I know there's like um I think there's called something like paranormal psychology or something like
1: Parapsychology. Yeah.
0: So like there's all kinds of different study you just have to like what Kristen was saying, you gotta seek it out. Um it's yes. not something that's very Yeah. It's not mainstream
1: right. yet. It's getting there. Yeah. And there's a lot of other uh, uh, psychologists wrote a book, and he was saying that a lot of his peers behind closed doors will say, you know, I've experienced some things with my clients, but they don't want to come out and say it because they don't want to ruin their you scientific about, reputation.
0: Are you talking about Dr. Brian? Was it Dr. Yeah. Brian Weiss?
1: Yes. <laughs> But I can't remember—is he a psychologist or a psychiatrist? Yeah. I don't remember. Which I think one he is,
0: psychiatrist, but then he ended up doing the past life regressions he and things like that. Regression, because
1: yeah. he did hypno regression for his clients. And that's how it started, mm. and then it started yeah. going into yeah. the past life. But yeah, he says a lot of them behind closed doors.
0: Yeah, beh- saying, and that's the key they, behind closed doors because yeah. everybody is afraid. Right. It's the fear. Yeah. They're the fear. Being they're afraid judged. of being judged, which is you know of obviously a very common fear when when discussing spirituality you know
1: or coming out of the psychic closet um which is
0: yeah hard yes
1: let's say that
0: and it it can take some time to fully come out of the psychic closet Mm. yes (laughs)
1: I'm guilty of that. However, a podcast kind of after this podcast is going (laughs) to, it's going to fully blown expose. Well, full disclosure. I, well, you know, I have my business online. Um, so I get more strangers, but I have not Mm -hmm. really come out to like 90% of the people
0: (laughs) I know. And why Um, would you say that you haven't?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it's probably a fear right. of being judged. And I think it's also, you know, really stepping into this new me. And, you know, it, I feel like I'm a new I'm
2: gonna me. I'm going to pause
0: you there because we kind of yeah. talked about this earlier. It's not a new you. This is who you've That's been true. all along.
2: Yes. But
1: accepting that is it's hard for you. It's hard. It is. It's hard. So it's easier for me to do that with a stranger than somebody that I've known for
0: I think because they don't have any preconceived notions of who you are.
1: Yeah. And – Because they'll be like, oh, well, you didn't talk about that or do anything before. Well, I didn't tell anybody because I thought I was – You know,
0: (laughs) I I didn't say anything for a long time because I thought that that was going to happen to me too. And I was really surprised that there were longtime friends – Well, I've had friends like from childhood who were were like, "I think you're just making it up." Fine, whatever, believe
1: it. It's the childhood friends. I've I've
0: also have a friend that I've known since high school who told me, "I knew it." Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And I was like, "You did?" She's like, "There's nobody in the world that has as many ghost stories as you do."
2: (laughs) (laughs) This This sounds so familiar because. It's like coming out of a closet, the lesbian closet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, for you, yeah. G. Yeah. Which one a do you think was... What What do you think was more difficult or is more difficult? Coming out of the closet with your sexuality or coming out mm-hmm. of the closet um, as a medium, as a energy healer, as a, you know, Reiki practitioner and tarot card reader? I think it's
2: um, the Reiki healer and the spirituality side. But th- really? But just because... Nowadays, because the the world already know and accepted, there's gay people in the world, right? right? And then there's already love there, but as as in
0: well, still, I think people some some people it's getting better, but I I think there's still a lot of opportunity for growth in that area. Yeah,
2: yes, but it's still it's known now now that people. About spirituality, there's a new age, just all this other extra stuff. People don't aren't aware of what we do yeah. and other people do. Like uh, people get afraid about witchcraft, also. Yeah. So that, yeah. which is not scary at all.
0: Yeah, but you know what makes it scary is all the horrible movies out there that exactly. <laughs> that you know, like the yes. Blair Witch Project, and yes. you know, and I'm sure there's. Yeah. There's some good movies out there that mm. have true information, but most of them don't. Most of them make yeah. anything yeah. that has to do with that you would really because if you say I'm or ghosts, right, so if you tell yeah. somebody I'm into spirituality, the first thing they're going to ask is like, oh, so what do you see ghosts or what are you a witch? I mean, that's yeah. always yeah, we think, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like usually, the but and the perception of it, even in some kind of good. I mean, there was. I don't know if you guys ever watched Ghost Whisper with um, Jennifer Love Love Hewitt. Yeah, there's like, you know, there were actual mediums that worked on that show. And the show Medium. Yeah, and the show Medium, right. But of course, a a lot of it is dramatized Mm -hmm. to a degree because it's a show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They try to make the mediums. (laughs) Right. um, They kind of make the mediums exchange with the spirit. Creepy. Right, yeah. And it's not. Right. Well, well. Yeah. Well, there's... <laughs> I mean, I, there are yeah. times where you're like, WTF yeah. is that. Yeah. I was going to say, you of all people, Kristen. Now... I was going to say, I, I, there's something. Like, I got to share. You know, wait, wait, wait. This is oh, the stuff that back. I have to, like, push this is, back. Okay. Because I'm like, rewind. okay, it's not scary. Rewind. Rewind. Not oh, God. Yeah, I'm
0: going there. I'm going there. No putting me in. I am. There. I'm going there. So obviously when you are coming into your abilities and recognizing that not all things that you see in spirit are evil or scary or coming to get you or you know whatever oh i had a lot of uh, fear. yeah so it can cause you cuz you know in a lot of the movies and a lot of uh-huh. like the ghost hunting shows they'll automatically say anything that's dark um, in color like a shadow or silhouette yeah is evil that I have not found to be true. I'm I sh- am I'm sure there's negative energy out there. It might be more alarming
1: because right. you can't see their features. right? But it's not – it doesn't mean that so, they are. Yeah.
0: So as a spiritually sensitive being, as we all are, but, you know, mm-hmm. slowly become open to it in different ways, um, you might experience a lot more, like, visuals, hearing things, mm-hmm. physical touch – and yeah, it can scare the crap out of you. Now, that being mm-hmm. said, there's, you know, we'll, we'll share with you ways to overcome some of those fears. In our next episode, we're going to be talking about ways to protect your energy and protect yourself with spiritual energy and all that type of thing. But for now, the fear associated with I don't want them coming near me. How many times have you... <laughs> in the beginning or someone that you've worked at worked with right they go i just don't want them to touch me i just don't want to see them i just want to you know
1: that's exactly what i used to do and when i was a kid even before i understood Mm -hmm. i remember being in my room thinking something was going to like materialize thank you you're going in the
0: direction i was going to go into
1: yeah i would be like (laughs) i don't want to see you 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 and sometimes honestly i kind of felt like it was jesus it was still, yeah. I don't want to see you, I don't want to see you, I don't want to see Because that you.
0: mindset, that that programming, it's that limiting be belief scary. that if something yeah. shows up that I don't, I'm not familiar with, it's going to be negative in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But thank you for coming yeah. into uh, the conversation I was leading into. Um, we've yeah. mentioned in, in previous episodes that we all went to Sedona um, this spring and me, <laughs> going to start laughing before I even tell the story. Oh, no. <laughs> me me and Kristen. Fun. Okay. Stayed in the same room, and you know, <laughs> G's brother was kind enough to let us stay at his house. <laughs> anyway, Why you got it? Because this is a good story. story, and it's true. Because I've had, because I, I told you, I remember being like this too. So we were able to stay in uh, G's nephew's room, and he had a little toy basketball hoop in the room, and you know, we hung. One of us had a, our shower towel hung a towel hanging on, on it. <laughs> A dark towel. I
2: did sell it.
1: So, well. a dark so wait, wait, wait. Let me just say, <laughs> I do not like to be startled away Wait, okay?
0: wait, wait. So the first night we were there. She saw it, it as we were trying to go to sleep and stuff, and it was dark, so she's like, I have to lay this down. It looks like a person. I need to lay it down. And she was yeah. sensing energy that she wasn't familiar with because we were in a new place and yeah, stuff like that, weird. and that can make it, make you a little alert as well. Wait, you're forgetting about the first night when I woke up. <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah. Hold on.
1: Rewind. Let me tell you. Where was that? So the first night we get oh. there, we did not put the basketball hoop it was down. In ba- yeah. Okay. And I was super tired, jet-lagged, hardly any sleep, and I was asleep. And let me tell you, I think this is what freaked me out. I woke up, and I felt, because I felt someone standing next to me, which was not where the basketball hoop was. I felt like someone was next to me. I felt an energy, so I was like, okay. But then I turn because I was half asleep, and I see the basketball hoop, and I thought, oh, they moved, and it's a real person. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you screamed and I, so! Much. I screamed like a little girl, and I covered my head with the blanket, <laughs> and I was kicking. I don't know if you noticed. Oh that yes, before. I noticed that
0: we were in the same bed. <laughs> we were sharing a bed. <laughs> And you you were like, "What are you doing?" Scared the living mess out like, of me. Are you guys okay? Yeah. Guys- I forgot about that. So like, the uh, first night you did, you woke yeah. up and you screamed and it scared me. I thought it was one of the kids and I was like, "What is happening?" No. But they, they weren't even happened. there. They, they weren't even there. No. no. <laughs> no. Yeah. But then it was
1: it's because it's because I had already felt someone by me okay, on the so other side. Okay, so it gets side. better.
0: It's probably my dad. So yeah, and probably I think was. it was your
1: dad. It was because he was because where I first was, it woke up and the attention was on the other side of the room. But then when I saw that, I was like, "Oh shit, it's a person!" and they moved.
0: Now it gets better because the next night we're all hanging out in this room. Basketball hoop is again. I was tired. (laughs) The basketball hoop was back up with a towel on it. Lights are on. The lights are on. We're
2: We're not not sleeping. sleeping.
0: We're sitting upright and we're all talking. Kristen, mid-sentence,
2: <laughs> mid-sentence, it
0: <wasn't> a <laughs> I was about mid-sentence to I was like, yells, Every man for them, oh, off. shit, and starts to launch herself off the bed.
1: Because <laughs> I thought someone was over there again. And she's
0: about to ditch and abandon me and G in this room <laughs> yeah. with something she was so afraid of. She almost flew, literally almost flew out of the bed. Yeah. Cause she yeah, thought <laughs> I, think
2: I was sitting by the door and I was like, "Where are I you saw it out feet? of the corner of my eye. <laughs> just you know what again? Us. I think, I know.
1: I think there was a spirit probably around there, but again, I saw the physical yeah. thing next yeah. to yeah. me yeah. and it made me like, ah! so, and I know? think,
0: and of course, you know, this is the perfect story for this episode. Cause we're talking <laughs> about fears and I'm not going to lie. I have been that person. You asked my husband how many times I've woken him up in the middle of the night screaming saying there's somebody in the house, I can hear them the talking. Husbands. Somebody yells yeah. yelled my name, oh, yeah. you know. There is a there can be a lot of fearful experiences especially early on yeah. when you're not you're not fully aware of what is happening, right? Yeah. So yeah. the more familiar you become, the more knowledgeable you become although I'm not that early. No, on. you're not. <laughs> yeah, but you you've gotten a lot better since we've
1: known yeah. each other. I like, have. I yes it's it's when I see a physical thing out of the yeah. corner of my eye because when I see spirit it's in my mind's eye when I and I'm fine with that
0: I don't if know I if you're fine with that <laughs> naked eye, you're fine with it, it when depends. you're opening yourself up to it and you expect when it. I'm when I'm doing a reading
1: it. I'm and I'm expecting yeah. it what I don't I just don't like to be startled mm-hmm. if you startle me
0: then I'm oh, yeah. like Mm, I, I I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're angelic, you gotta back off. I don't yeah, like to And be startled. you know it's funny for me, I don't like to be startled either, but I think I'm more afraid of humans than I am of spirit now at this point in my life. <laughs> yeah, well right. like my kids That's
1: what the basketball hoop, because it was physical. <laughs> but and
2: it
0: was not out of the corner a- of my eye. Not- <laughs> but it had looked like and it you had shown it was there. And I knew it was what it was. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I laughed so hard. I literally thought this is how I'm going to die. I'm gonna die because I can't breathe because I'm laughing so hard. You cried. You cried. I was. You know crying. what, G?
1: I really feel like your dad was not not, not where the basketball hoop yeah. was, but like just a couple feet in front. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw the hoop again, I startled me because it was, yeah.
0: you know, physical. So yeah. So obviously. <laughs> You know those jump scares and scary movies. They really train you to be like when you're yeah. startled, It's gonna be yeah. something that's trained, like a zombie or something. Yes. Trying to attack and that's you, right? yes.
1: still working through yeah. that. Good times. Those are good times. Those are good times. Those were funny.
2: <laughs> it was funny, but you know. So well, now, gee, your dad is not scary.
0: <laughs> no, not at all.
2: Back, they, you know, he's a sweet man. Look back at it and then start laughing about it.
0: Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, and it, again, it's – like you said, it wasn't the energy that you felt that was scary. It was just the – your automatic reaction, what you've been kind of, like, programmed to do in response mm-hmm. to something that is startling, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so another a, – a common fear when you're discussing spirituality, especially with spiritual abilities, is being afraid that you're not worthy of having these abilities. You're not worthy – of having the spiritual experience of an awakening or a journey, the spiritual journey, I think a lot of us can often still, even after years of doing readings, sometimes I struggle with that fear. You know, you end up having like this imposter syndrome, right, where you think, oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, you know, am I really capable of this? Am I really doing this? Can Mm -hmm. I continue to grow? Am I am I strong enough to do this that I'm being called to do? You know, I think a lot of the time when we have beautiful amazing spiritual experiences, I know we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. We can go, "Wait a minute, was that real?" And then we'll even ask each other, "Why yeah. are you yeah. doubting it?" Right. Why why would you not think that that experience was real? You know, of course you're worthy of receiving this. Everyone has that that worthiness within them or else we wouldn't have these opportunities to grow in it, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: But right. I mean, like, have you guys ever had an experience where you feel like I'm not worthy of this or I'm not strong enough for this? I mean, I think I do every now and again. It just, which helps keep me humble. But is there yeah. anything like yeah. an, uh, an example that stands out for you?
2: You know, I experienced the imposter syndrome two years ago because I didn't I didn't that wasn't even in my voc- vocabulary right of the so I always always used to think okay is this what I'm doing or what I'm seeing or feeling is real and, and I'm like no it has to be because I'm experiencing that duh you know right and I go through the whole process of okay because I'm a Virgo And logical is our thing, I believe. Right. And I go through that. But then I also go through my spirituality and I just, you know, okay, yeah, you're there. Next. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I feel, that's what I feel like. So. I have a lot of imposter syndrome. (laughs) So let's let, so we're using this language. I'm wondering if maybe some people don't know (laughs) what imposter syndrome is. To have the feeling of an imposter syndrome makes you feel Mm -hmm. like, is this real or am I making it all up essentially, Mm -hmm. right? Or am I capable of doing this or is this just like a hallucination or is this all fantasy or is it all luck, right? Or, you know, that type of thing. So when we're using this language, it's more like where you have doubts in your abilities or doubts in your experience. So I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kristen.
1: Well I was going to say I think sometimes that's why I don't want to tell the people I know cuz I it's that once I tell the people I know then I feel like oh, I really you know like that's where the imposter syndrome comes in more than with like a stranger right. you know well, I think
0: like I know you've said it to us before and I felt the same way too when you tell someone almost immediately the reaction is prove it Right. Yeah. You know, they want you to prove it. And I'm like, I'm not about doing par- I'm not here for parlor tricks. I'm not here. Right. Yeah. I'm not here to, like, yeah. create a show for you, <clears throat> you know. I-
1: or they expect you to be open all the time and be like, oh, well, tell me who's here right. for me. Right. But right. Or, irritating, or though. You know? what does
0: my future hold? Or <laughs> tell me what I had for breakfast this morning. And you're like, well, that's kind of a waste of the ability, isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. if yeah. somebody. Food. Right. <laughs> you had food. <laughs> You know, and I I get it. Some people don't know how to respond. You know, you're kind of caught off guard sometimes. I know there's some people Mm. I've been friends with and they don't find out for years that what I do, but I'm not walking around going, hi, my name is Nicole. I'm a spiritual medium. Yeah. You know, know. it's not something I'm, I'm not hiding it. You know, if you Mm. ask me, what do I do for a living? Well, I have my own business. I'm a spiritual medium. I offer this, 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 this. I'll tell Mm. you. But, you know, it's not very common people ask. Oddly mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. Right. <laughs> unless you,
1: yeah, unless you said I have my own business and stopped, mm-hmm. then they pro- might say, oh, well, what do you, know, you, what have, you do? You know, I've
0: actually done that and or- they don't ask. They go, oh, that's no, nice. They don't ask. And
1: mm-hmm. Well, and that might be their way of showing that they would not be open right. to what
0: Right. Do. And that's totally fine. And I, yeah. it, this is how I see it. It is not my purpose in this life to prove to anyone that I do what I do. Yes. If you want to come to me and you want my help, I will offer you my help in any way I can give it. Um, Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't work out for you, then that's okay. Mm -hmm. If you're not comfortable with it, that's okay. I don't have Mm -hmm. to prove anything Mm -hmm. to anybody. All I have to do is, and this is, I think this is a big part of one of my life lessons I've had to learn over many, many years. Mm -hmm. I have to believe in myself so much that I don't need someone else to believe in me. Mm. And I think that yeah. overcomes, for me, that has helped me overcome that fear of, am I making this up or do I have to prove myself to somebody or, you know, like, are they going to judge me? Right. It took years for me to get here.
1: I was going to say, yeah. you, you've been yeah, doing it, it, it for took, a long yeah, time.
0: It's taken me years to get to that mindset. And of course, my biggest concern was, is my husband and my children okay with this? Are they okay with mm-hmm. it? You know, yeah. I, I don't want to ruin their lives or mess up their lives in any way because of what I do. But at the yeah. same time, right. I feel very called to do what I do. And I recognize that the good that comes from doing what I do. And that allows me to believe in myself enough to continue.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. You bring up a good point, though, with kids because, you know, that's was my hesitation of coming out locally versus far away is, well, are the parents of my kids friends okay with what I do because I had an old friend who was very religious Mm. she this was before I was practicing mediumship Mm -hmm. she said well don't you know you shouldn't be around a medium because then they can bring bad stuff to you which obviously is not true Yeah. Yeah, but I you know, if my child's friend's parents might have that viewpoint, they might not let them come right. to my house if right. they know. And that i and that's where I'm like, well, you know, has it makes me hesitant to come out in my neighborhood or whatever yeah. because of that kind One. of thing. You know, I don't want it to affect them, like you
0: right. said. It's me you know, if it's just me, oh well. But I don't want it to affect them. Right. And I think part of that, you know, and I can, I, I can say this now that my kids are older. I ask them, "Are you comfortable with their parents knowing?" You know, mm-hmm. like, or does how much do your friends know about what I do? I mean, if you Google my name, you're going to find me real easy. I'm like the first thing. That my website's the first thing right. that pops up. But
1: people you know aren't necessarily going to Google you too much. Yeah.
0: If, well, you know.
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. I guess if I they want to like.
0: I, Look up. If if my kid has a new friend, I actually I'm just gonna be completely honest. I googled Google. the parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've like never if done my kids want to go over to somebody's house who's new, yes, yeah, who's new, yeah. and I don't know them, and I've not been able to you know like feel out their energy like or anything like that. Yeah, I'll Google them.
1: Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Your kids are older, and you probably don't bring them right. everywhere because yeah. yeah. I mine are younger, where I have to bring yeah. them and meet the parents and talk to them.
0: So. It, that's, you know, a big fear, too, is how does your practice and spirituality affect your family? You know, mm-hmm. how does it affect your parents? How does it affect your spouse? How does it affect your siblings, your kids?
1: Yeah.
0: All that kind of thing. You know, that can be a fear, too. Yeah. You know, I was worried yeah. about it with my husband's work. You know, like you and I yeah. talked about this recently, Kristen. You know, you're going out to business dinner with your husband's yeah. coworkers or boss. and. Mm.
1: Yeah, and I was like, yeah. "What do I do if yeah. they ask? I don't know what to yeah. say." You know, and you know? I think
0: that's a decision that you make as a couple, right? You know, my husband's like, "Tell right. them if you if they ask, tell them. Don't lie," which I'm so grateful yeah. for. But then I also am like, "Ooh, how's that going to go? <laughs> We're eating dinner. You know, like I don't want to make anybody choke or anything." But right, you know, yeah.
1: well, because it it goes a couple ways, and this is what I've experienced, and I'm sure you have too. One. They're either super interested, mm-hmm. and they'll ask you like all these questions, fifty billion mm-hmm. questions, yeah. and you feel like okay, I'll answer right. these mm-hmm. best I can, because <laughs> like yay, they're open. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: two, they're they get really yeah. awkward, and dismissive. Okay, yeah, they're real dismissive, And
1: dismissive, and don't want to talk mm-hmm. about it. And then you could get the the ones that
0: pull the devil card, <laughs>
1: I, <laughs> or I'm sorry. Or the ones that are like, I don't believe in that, yeah. at all. Well,
0: and yeah. usually, the ones that are dismissive are the ones that's are the ones that yeah. just don't believe in it. Mm-hmm. This yeah. so like the, and that's but okay. then there's the ones who yeah. are kind of w- want to believe in it. They're the ones who ask all the questions, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna give you another scenario, and this is what's happened: the people that kind of believe in mm. it, when they'll ask you questions, but then later they will flip out. Like I've had this happen with one or two people. Like it made them second guess everything they believed oh, in yeah. because like they it's like overload and they flip. You know, and, and they don't necessarily tell me that. I can feel it later and like they might say like little bits of stuff. Do you stuff mean they flip
0: their opinion they, or they flip their reactions?
1: It just like they flip their crap. Oh, like they go they crazy? just kind of like, at ha- like it, it, like, caused them a lot of anxiety because it was, oh, my gosh, this could be real. Mm-hmm. This, you know, this changes my viewpoint. You know what I mean? Because I think it happens when they meet us mm-hmm. and we tell them this is what we do, this is what we believe in. And we don't seem like we're crazy. right? Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, "Oh, well, this sane person, or seemingly sane person, says this. Mm-hmm. Holy yes. shit! What if this yes. is real?" And then they flip a little bit. And honestly, that happened to me when the medium confirmed the stuff that I had felt yeah. my whole life.
0: Yeah, but you're. I think you're absolutely right when they when they meet you yeah, and they're they, like, they oh, they but "You're not what I right? would think yeah. a medium would look like." Yeah. You look so normal. Yeah. yeah. See, and that's that's a whole <laughs> that's a whole another podcast, by the way, that we're going to talk about. Um, but let's get back on track. So, mm-hmm. when we're talking about all these fears, you know, it's very easy to get lost in them, and for it to cause you to stall along your spiritual journey, it can make you question things and make you know the growth aspect delayed, if even yeah. it moves at all. You know, it can make you feel really like, like Kristen said, you could flip your shit and be kind of stuck in that if you don't move forward in it. So it's really important to address your fears um, so that you're not stuck in this place of Mm -hmm. always looking over your shoulder, always being afraid of, are you doing the wrong thing? Is this right for me? Is this really evil? Is this yada, yada, yada? There's so many things to be afraid of. But there's so many other ways to look at it, and we've kind of touched basis on it a little bit. But we've been saying spirituality over and over again, and I want to clarify for me, and we've discussed a little bit about this in in previous episodes. Spirituality is the aspect of connecting with something higher than yourself. Religion is a form of spirituality, it's a limiting form of spirituality, but it is a form of spirituality. So mm-hmm. when someone who yep. is part of a religious organization or church or, or something like that, if they're like, oh, spirituality is bad, mm-hmm. no, religion is a form of spirituality. Spirituality is not the same as religion. Spirituality is the bigger umbrella in which yes. religion yes. sits under. Does that make sense? Do you guys want to add anything to that? I do, too. (laughs) I (laughs) just (laughs) want to make sure I don't leave anything out. I concur with everything you just said. Yeah. So, you know, having spiritual abilities is a birthright that everyone has. It's something that we – think about it. Children are born being able to experience Mm -hmm. energy in a way that adults – a lot of adults are, like, amazed by – you know, so many parents come to me and go, oh my gosh, I think my child is psychic or seeing something. that Every child, every human being comes into this life with that ability to sense that energy. That's what they're doing. You're sensing energy. They're, they're and still it's,
1: very connected to that. They haven't right. kind of lost a little bit yet. And,
0: and we'll go into that in another, another episode too, talking about children and abilities. Yeah, But the key to recognize is that we're taught through school, through experiences, through, oh, that's our just parents. your imagination. or dah, dah, dah. Yes, we're taught to not believe and not to trust in our experiences. Mm-hmm. So it's very easy for us to not trust in the things that we experience as adults. Right. You know, so I think it's important to recognize that – our original programming, our original wiring, our original mindset that we come into this life is open and receptive to sensing energy, whether it's spiritual, whether it's physical, whether it's whatever. We're we're brought into this life with that preset into our being. Yes,
1: to help you, yeah. so to help guide you. Right. You're, you're here to and learn. And it's perfectly natural. You know, we're given – I don't know if it's like – I don't want to say it's a map, but it's like a tool to help you on that yeah, journey. They're right. not going to just send yes. you into the desert blind with nothing. Here you go, survive. You yeah, know, your team. right? <laughs> yeah, you have your spiritual you have team. Your team, with
0: you. yeah, you're, have or you're your connected to team.
1: your higher self that's helping guide yeah. you. You know,
0: you're part of your own spiritual yeah. team. Yeah. So recognizing that everyone comes into this world with that preset ability. Yeah, helps it be less scary, Mm -hmm. at least for me. I think it's less scary knowing God brought me into this life this way. And humans or man has taught me to move away from that. Yeah. So it's kind of going back to nature. Yeah, it is. So I think that brings some kind of comfort, and hopefully maybe that will bring comfort for you. Um, But something else to consider is – Also, remember to be mindful of the people who are telling you about how you should perceive your own connections in life, whether they're people in the physical world or the spiritual world. Learn to trust yourself. Learn to trust your own intuition. And don't put that power into somebody else's hands just because you were told to. Yep. Yes. Take back your... Your own right. power, and like Protect. what Kristen was talking about earlier, mediums can be anybody.
1: <laughs> they're anybody. Yeah. They're, I mean, a lot of people in the medical field. Oh my gosh, yes, therapists,
0: psychiatrists, Again, doctors, mm-hmm. um, chiropractors, <laughs> nurses, massage yeah. therapists, yeah. uh, stay-at-home yeah, yeah. moms, mm-hmm. right? The yeah. preschool director, church nursery director. Right. You know, it could be anybody. Yeah. And you you never know, you know. So don't think right. I'm not the kind of person. I don't wear flowy clothes and I don't have a bunch of crystals. And mm-hmm. I mean, you might one day, but you don't have to start. <laughs> yeah, them. We, we, we do have crystals,
1: <laughs> but we don't. Like, uh, here's a good example. When we were in Sedona, we had our mm-hmm. Aura's Red.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, <clears throat> you know, we didn't say what we were or anything. But Nicole goes in, I guess, <laughs> and she looks at nicole's aura and she goes oh my gosh you yeah. see yeah. like you, you she know, kind of freaked third out i see step back and yeah she, she kind kind of stepped freaked back out. what did she, she said back. she stepped back and said you don't right. look like that yes we don't you know we don't <laughs> but you don't have to i mean yeah, you yeah know, this
0: woman people, again she was wearing a big like wasn't she wearing a crystal necklace and then like a head wrap and a flowy mm-hmm. dress mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I was wearing, like, what? T-shirts. <laughs> T-shirt, hair and a ponytail. I think I only had, like, a... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sneakers. <laughs> and Hers. she just looked me up and down. When she stepped back and she looked me up and down, and she's like, what? I, like, yeah. so confused. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's funny because she ended up kept saying, oh, exposed. Exp-, you know, like, I exposed her because yeah. I knew. Yeah. And it, I gave her a little bit of reading in there, and she just kept staring at me every time we saw her in the <laughs> shop. You guys came out
1: and I was like, oh, man, what did Nicole do to her? And then she she hugged me. And she was like – And you guys were like – Because I was
0: like, oh, she said (laughs) something to her. It was was a cool experience. But, yeah, so mediums can be anyone. So don't think that it can't be you just because you don't fit the stereotype, right? Um, Recognize that spirit is here to help us and to love us and to guide us. Whether it's your higher self, whether it's your spirit guides, whether it's your departed loved ones, whether it's ascended masters, whether it's Jesus, whether it's right, whether it's Buddha, seen Buddha. Yes, absolutely. They're here to help us and to love us and to guide us so that we have the best experience we can here. But if we're not open to it and all we're trying to see is the negative, we're going to sit in that fear. Mm -hmm. We're going to live in that fear. You know, I want to add to that real quick. So there's a book.
1: And it's called Psychic Intuition. And she kind of goes through, like, why, uh, biologically, why we are wired to pick up energetic information. Mm -hmm. It's all science-based. Even though she's a medium, she took out the spiritual side. But anyway, she made a really good point with skeptics and um, believers. Mm Kind of like what you were saying, being open-minded. She was saying a skeptic is right and a believer is right. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you're not – if you don't believe in it, you're never going right. to see it.
2: Mm.
1: It's not – it could be right in front of your yeah, face. You're right. not going to yeah. see it. You have to open your heart to be able to mm. see. And I thought that was such an interesting thing. And and I'm going to say one more thing. There was a study she referenced, um, <clears throat> and I can't remember what it's called, so I apologize. But they had people take pictures of spirits, or they took all these, these – photos of people who had taken pictures of Mm -hmm. spirits and they realized that the people who believed the ghost would show up in the picture wow the people who didn't Mm -hmm. believe it wouldn't come up in the picture
0: well do you find that to be true with when you're doing readings i ask this because yeah Yeah. because like if you're if you're giving a reading to somebody who's totally closed off and not receptive You can give mm-hmm. them everything. Yeah. And oh, they yeah. still I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I just pretty much told you your social social security number." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and oh, you yeah. still yeah. don't believe, you know. And it's yeah. it's it if they come to you and they choose to not believe anything that you say, like just that it doesn't matter. You can describe someone head to toe that is connected to them on the other mm-hmm. side. Like Perfectly identical description to that person, and they still won't believe you. So, I, I do know, why, believe yeah. there. <laughs> now, those I, someone probably yes, made them a lot do of the it. time. People, Fine. that's why I tell people don't force someone into having a reading because they're not going to get what they need.
1: Yeah, so they're not going to
0: be receptive.
1: Or I'm sure Nicole and G, you've had this too. I, you know, I do a little more prep work prior to my readings, that's just how I work. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I kind of meditate, write everything down prior, and then. We talk about it in my reading, and you know, I get more stuff. But anyway, I'll know when I'm prepping if that person's closed oh, off. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I always imagine like I go to this garden and I meet with their guides and I invite their guides in to come mm-hmm. meet with me. But one person was very closed off, and it was like their energy led me around. You can only see this. You can only sit here. You can only, and it was to show me that they were not going to be very right. open for me to get information. They were only going to give me bits and that's all I got was little bits and pieces. Right. But and I said you're very guarded. You you do not want me to read your energy. Yeah. App. Yep. You are right. I don't, you know.
0: Yeah, for me, you, for you me know. a lot of the time it'll it'll actually show up as like I'll see a wall and sometimes uh-huh. someone who's very you know, blocking their energy or blocking me from connecting with their energy. It'll look like a castle wall, like it's like a brick wall, like a, a yeah, one. like solid brick wall. There's a hole. Well, sometimes kind of like, you, yeah, Nicole. yeah, yes. I'm very guarded with She's my energy when you guys have tried to tap it. But, um, ha- but I did. Yes, you did. You found, you found the opening at the top where I connect with the divine. You're like, hey, there's an opening. I can hop in there. But when I when I do readings and if I see a solid wall like that a lot of the time I'll tell them you know I, I want to connect with your energy do you mind if I connect with this energy do you mind if I come through here and da, da, da? and slowly like bricks will come down and or I'll turn into from a brick wall or a concrete block wall into mm-hmm. something a little more open you know like the what is it called the lattice kind of, wall or whatever where there's small openings but it's still kind of closed yeah. and then yeah. eventually to a chain link fence and you know yeah. it, it, they all go into phases as I talk with them and they start to mm-hmm. feel a little more comfortable with me they'll bring down their guard a little bit more but that's not always true yeah, sometimes cool. the guard is still there it might be a privacy fence that I get to peek over the top mm-hmm. kind of like a Wilson from um, Home Improvement Show mm-hmm. I'm totally showing my age they showed yeah. his
1: whole face <laughs> at the yeah. last episode yeah. didn't they? they did they
0: waited. Yeah, so like the it's it it can change your experience when you're going into a reading if your perception is intended yes. to not be receptive. But that's another podcast mm-hmm. episode too. Right. <laughs> so we just want to do a quick recap about this episode. You know, it's very common to have and hold a lot of fears when you're stepping into a spiritual journey, when you're moving along and experiencing spiritual abilities. So don't let them hold you back or limit you. There are definitely ways to change your perception, to look at it in a different way under a different light and recognize that it's okay to feel – I know there's some people that are like, it's so weird because I'm so used to living in fear Mm -hmm. that when I'm stepping into this spiritual path, I feel so much love it feels wrong. Don't let that make you scared. Mm -hmm. Embrace it. Welcome that love in. Because it's that's what we're here for, yes. you know, yeah. is to love each other, to find love, and uh, allow ourselves to be receptive mm-hmm. to that love, and all the different kinds of love that are out there. Yeah, so because
1: we're connected, yeah.
0: yes, and we're so here it's, to help okay to right. mm-hmm. it's okay to be afraid, right? It's okay to be afraid, but we're we're our goal with this podcast and with our website and with our group, a Voyage, is to allow you to be exposed to our experiences Mm -hmm. to our knowledge to our understandings to help you find some comfort along your spiritual journey and some guidance along your spiritual journey so although you may be afraid know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel in the sense that there is an you know the opportunity to move through that fear Mm -hmm. and to come out the other side where it's just full of love and light
2: yes and we hope you enjoyed this podcast
0: about fears and
2: spirituality. We're excited to our next episode. We'll be discussing different ways to protect your spiritual and physical energy. So stay tuned.
1: Thanks for hanging out with us today at the Spiritual Rabbit Hole. We would love for you to like, subscribe, and rate our podcast. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email us at soulonavoyage at gmail.com or visit our website, soulonavoyage.com, for more information on how you can work with one of us. Peace out. Love ya. Bye
0: for now.